Hello and welcome to the last scene. Today I will discuss the last scene of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Just like previous episodes, I will go over the last scene. I will say why I chose it and what makes it memorable and I will give it a grade out of 10. Spoilers ahead, this is a brand new movie from Marvel. Hello again and thank you for listening. Um, like I said, spoilers ahead. I'll just keep this as simple as possible because this movie is brand new. It came out last well, February 17th and it's the third installment in the Ant-Man movies. So there was Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then today, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. It is the first movie in Phase 5 of the MCU. And then this year, there's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy and the Marvels. So, pretty interesting. Just my thoughts first on the whole movie. I wouldn't say it is the best Marvel movie. I wouldn't say it is the worst but here and there i could see where people would be complaining 10 out of 10 for kang since he was introduced in loki this character is just growing and growing for some reasons too it reminded me of star wars the thing is i don't know if i was primed for that i saw a headline that said oh these movies are trying to be like star wars and then when i went in I could see why someone mentioned that, but I won't go too much into that. In the last scene of the movie, it's Paul Rudd, um, Ant-Man, walking around, and then he's like, yeah, life is weird, and he's talking to himself in a moment of like clarity. He's like, wait, is this guy going to come back? <laughs> And then he was like, no, I'll be fine. He goes to the um, bakery shop, gets a cake, which is funny. He has a moment with his family and they eat the cake. They talk. He worries a little bit about Kang again. And the movie ends with them eating, talking. And when he tasted the cake, I think he's like, oof. And then I think the movie ends there. It's a pretty interesting ending. Um, not too memorable, but it's just kind of like for the scale of the movie, I like the fact that they brought it back to earth and to something more relatable. That's why I like it. I'm not giving it like 10 out of 10, but I'm giving like something like a six. It's not bad, but you know, it's pretty standard now for Marvel. You're like, okay. The mid-credit scenes are pretty memorable. Um, spoiler alerts again. There are two of them. So one of them is an assembly of Kangs. I know they are trying to make Kang more threatening. I, compl- I don't think this accomplishes that because why are they all screaming? Why are they all like? It looks like all these kings are in a stadium 
and they're all like screaming for a go or something and I'm like okay from what I've learned from this character he seems pretty quiet and understated but I don't know why you're showing this whole stadium an arena like an amphitheater full of him to me it should be something like I'm not saying there's no talking but kind of like all of them are quiet and they're just talking and I don't know I feel like they should have gone for a different tone I give this one like 3 out of 10 because it's like there's I don't feel threatened by them. <laughs> Even the Council of King. I don't feel threatened by that. I mean, it is what it is. It's already done, but... See what happens next. There's a movie in the MCU that's going to be called... Avengers The King Dynasty. Okay. See what happens. <laughs> and then in the very last post credit scene... There is a very quiet scene. I liked this one. It's from Loki. And it's Loki and Owen Wilson's character from the TV series Loki. And there's a guy making a presentation called Victor Timely. And he's very quiet. And it appears, it appears to be in the 20s. And this one, I feel like it got the tone of King. I give this one like a seven. It's like Owen Wilson's character is like, I don't think this guy's threatening. And you could see Loki looking at him just terrified. It's interesting seeing Loki terrified. <laughs> it's it's quite interesting. Victor Tamley, who is Kang, has glasses. He's wearing these old-timey suits and the old-timey... It's like an afro. There's like a weird cut in the middle. <laughs> if you see the video online, you'll see what I'm talking about. But pretty interesting ending and I'm like okay that makes me hyped for Loki I want to watch what happens in Loki and I really want to watch this character the other ones screaming in the council not too much they look I feel like because they look too comic booky that's where I have an issue with it. But this one I like. It looks pretty cool. I wouldn't say it is a strong start for Phase 5 of the MCU. But I don't think the movie was bad. It had its flaws. But it's not like complete, you know, garbage or anything like that. It got battered in the reviews. It's like pretty split, I guess. But I enjoyed it. I didn't see anything new. I guess maybe this is why. Because people were expecting something mind-blowing. And they came out with a regular Marvel movie. Who knows? 
we'll see what happens next in the MCU. Once again, Quantum Mania, directed by Peyton Reed, starring Paul Rudd, Jonathan Majors, Catherine Newton, um, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, Evangeline Lilly. Great cast. There's a cameo by Bill Murray in there. Well, we'll see. Corey Stoll is in there. Jonathan Majors just still just show. He's just too good. Thank you very much for listening. These were my thoughts on the last scene and the post-credit scenes of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. See you next time.